Welcome to the More Than Fitness Podcast. And welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to Minisode number 137. Your boy, back in his parents' basement. You guys know the deal. <laughs> I hate to like joke about it, but you guys know. Me and my girlfriend broke up. I am now back in my hometown of Ashland, Kentucky, living with my parents um, for the time being, and then I'm going to figure out where I'm going to be relocated next. So the uh, the, the saga continues. Uh, again, I appreciate everybody who reached out. Um, a lot of you guys gave me some overwhelming support, and so just wanted to start this mini-suit off by saying thank you if you did reach out, and if you didn't reach out, that's totally okay too, because... A lot of you probably don't give a shit about my personal life. And that is why you keep coming back because I've got some amazing information for you today on my top five exercises to look great in shorts this summer. Hence why I'm wearing the uh, the, the Hawaiian shirt, which for the OGs know that the Hawaiian shirt is my old podcast uniform. I've got the my grandpa's gold chain on, right? I've got the gold watch. Uh, the podcast is now sponsored by Cocaine and Monster. Um, no, just jokes. Just kidding. Just jokes. I wonder if I can get my registered dietitian credential like revoked for saying shit like that. I don't think so. I think it's okay. At least they're not going to fucking watch this. Um, all right. So let's go ahead and get into my top five exercises to look great in shorts this summer, All right? So we're talking about legs. Uh, for for girls, for the most part, I, I feel like females typically don't have much uh, trouble finding the motivation to train their legs, train their glutes. Um, but for men, I think it is a very undertapped uh, um, <laughs> undertapped market for potential for your physique to look. Uh, next level, right? Because if you see anybody who has a, a really nice physique and if you look at their legs, you're going to notice that, of course, the, I think the quads are a given. Whenever guys think of nice legs, I think that they tend to think about quads. And I think it's also why um, guys tend to probably train quads harder than, say, their hamstrings and glutes. But if you want a really powerful look, if you want to look like you're you're strong as fuck, and also you probably are strong as fuck if they're big, but if you have a, a bigger backside, so your, your glutes and your hamstrings, it's like if you look at any athlete, look at their hamstrings and their glutes. You look at any world-renowned, uh, or even, not even world-renowned, uh, renowned words, um, if you look at any top athletes that do sprinting for a living uh, in, in their sport, you're going to see they have really nice hamstrings and glutes. And that's for a reason, right? It's because uh, these are these are where a lot of our power comes from. So what the problem I see with a lot of guys is they have very uh, overdeveloped quads, but then they, they don't pay as much attention to their hamstrings and their glutes. And it's like, that's what fills out your genes, right? This is the same thing, the same comparison as a guy who does uh, only chest workouts and no back workouts because you can't see your back, right? Quads are just kind of another show muscle that we can see, but the, the hamstrings and the glutes, whenever you turn sideways, then what do you look like, right? So if you really want to fill yourself out and, and fill out those, those shorts this summer, those swim trunks when you're uh, out and about, with your shenanigans, it's a hot boy, hot girl summer, right? 
make sure you do these exercises. Okay, let's let's go ahead and get into this before I ramble on for for way too long. It's already been four minutes. This is this is how this podcast goes. Um, all right, so the first one is going to be lunges or split squats. Lunges, I think, are just all around. Uh, they're just such a great exercise for for so many different reasons. Um, but you are going to to hit for the most part. You're going to hit essentially all parts of your leg. So of course it's going to probably bias the, the quads and the glutes a little bit, um, more so than the, the hamstrings, but it's an all around amazing leg builder. And, and not to mention if you can do walking lunges and you can do it under control, uh, it's also going to help with your athleticism and core stability, right? So it's a very, I hate using the word, but it's a very functional exercise. And there's there's tons of different variations here that you can do if you can't do walking lunges. At this point, I love reverse lunges for my clients. I love giving them also front foot elevated reverse lunges. This just creates a little bit more range of motion than you get if you just use your body weight and, and you don't prop that front foot up. And how I do that is typically like a bumper plate or a very small step uh, to put that front foot on. And then you do a reverse lunge that way, gives you a little bit more of a stretch um, there. Uh, and yeah, split squats, Bulgarian split squats, we all hate them, but they're also wonderful leg builders. So lunges and split squats are going to be the first exercise. The second exercise is, is one that I love doing, and I'm actually sore still from doing these a couple of days ago, but that's a single leg hip thrust. A lot of people love doing, you know, barbell hip thrusts or, or putting weights on themselves whenever you do hip thrusts. Uh, but for me, I love the single leg hip thrust because one, it's a unilateral movement. So you're doing one leg at a time. Uh, and, and two, it also, you don't take up a lot of space. You don't have to feel awkward about putting the weight on your, uh, of course you can end up loading these over time, but just doing them body weight, uh, and adding a pause at the top of each rep for two to three seconds on the squeeze and then lowering under control and not just dropping, you know, the progression on this exercise is going to take some time. You're going to have to be pretty strong if you can do sets of, you know, 10 to 20 reps on each leg with a three second pause on every single rep and then controlling the negative on the way down, right? So it's gonna, it's gonna take you some time just to be able to do that. And then whenever you can do that, then you can start adding, you know, like a kettlebell or a dumbbell on your hip to add more load to that one side. Um, but this, this exercise is obviously primarily glutes. You're gonna hit a little bit of hamstrings as well. Um, but for a pure glute movement, uh, especially um, for guys, and for girls, I think that this is one that's that's unilateral. So you're also going to work on balance and, and stability and things like that. But you can also make sure that you don't have imbalances from maybe um, biasing one side or the other from doing regular hip thrusts, right? So single leg hip thrusts are big for me. Highly recommend those. Um, okay, the third one is going to be trap bar deadlifts. I love me a good trap bar deadlift. And I think the trap bar deadlift is great because you can kind of bias it based off of your hip and knee position, right? So if you want to bias your quads a little bit more, uh, so the reason why it's great is because it hits basically everything. You know, if I could pick one movement for the rest of my life, it would probably be a trap bar deadlift uh, or just using the trap bar because you can have so many different variations and you can bias different muscles. And of course, it's also a deadlift, so you're going to get some upper body involvement as well. Um, but for 
biasing quads, you're going to make sure you get a little bit more deep end. You basically turn it more into a squat, right? As opposed to a deadlift where it's more of a hip hinge. Um, so to bias your quads, you're going to bend at your knees a little bit more. You're going to sink your butt down a little bit lower. Uh, and then whenever you lift up, it's going to feel more kind of like a, a squat or a hack squat or something like that. Uh, to bias your hamstrings and your glutes a little bit more, you want to make sure that you keep your hips up high. You want to keep your shins mostly vertical um, with, with the ground. So, so basically perpendicular with the ground. You want a slight knee bend. Um, and then you want to keep those hips up high the entire time. And just think about pushing your, the, the way that you lift the weight is not by lifting it up off the ground. The way you lift and lower the weight is simply from your hips pushing back and then pushing forward, right? That's all I want you to think about it, right? The cue I use with my clients is push your butt back to the wall behind you. And you can even use a wall. Well, with a trap ball, trap bar, that might be tricky. But if you're doing dumbbell RDLs or something like that, you can actually use a wall behind you to kind of cue that uh, to make sure that you're actually hinging and putting the, the tension and loading that into your glutes and hamstrings as opposed to just lifting with your, your lower back. Right. Of course, your lower back is going to be hit, but you really want to feel that tension and that stretch on your hamstrings and glutes if that's what you're biasing the lift for. So that's another one. That's the third one. The fourth one is going to be stability ball leg curls. So hamstring curls, basically. This one's good because sometimes the, uh, sometimes the uh, machines are taken. So the seated or the lying hamstring curls uh, are taken up. So this is a very easy way to just grab a stability ball. You know, the big BOSU balls, basically go find a corner, go near the ab mat, something like that. And then you can do, um, stability ball leg curls. And the reason why I like these more so sometimes, well, I do a mix between these and also the, uh, the machine leg curls, but it's important to get some type of leg curl in there because of the way that the hamstrings function. So basically the hamstring functions one through hip extension. So think of like a deadlift, like the trap bar deadlift that I just mentioned. Um, but also with knee flexion, right? Um, and so that's, that's just the motion of a curl. This is hard to do. Um, but think about my, well, you think about it. So the hamstrings, it's basically like the hamstrings bicep. It's like the leg bicep. And so this is exactly what your leg is doing. If you're watching the video podcast, you can see me holding out my arm and doing like a curl, right? So this is the other motion that a hamstring performs. And so you want to make sure you have both of these to fully develop your hamstrings. Um, and also, since you're doing the stability ball, you're going to challenge your core a little bit. Again, challenge a little bit more of your stability. It's more functional once again. Um, but there's also variations that you can do because you can also, um, you can do one leg at a time, which is pretty difficult. Definitely start off, start off with two legs. Um, but you're going to have to stabilize yourself a little bit. It makes, it's more of like an athletic movement. And the idea here is to make sure that you're also doing a glute bridge the entire time that you are doing the hamstring curl. So this adds a little bit more, uh, uh volume to your glute workouts as well, as opposed to doing a hamstring curl on the machine where you're not going to get that same benefit. So whenever you're doing the stability ball, hamstring curl, you're going to do a glute bridge first, basically. So squeeze your butt cheeks, and then you're going to do a hamstring curl. And it's kind of a two for one thing, or even a three for one, because it also challenges your core, you know, a little bit of uh, the, the athleticism and functionality going on there. So overall, I like that exercise. 
Um, and lastly, this is actually a combo of two different exercises, and this is the calves, right? This is the one that we all need, especially the guys, um, unless you just have amazing calves, which in that case, you just always have amazing calves genetically, and you don't have to worry about training them basically ever. And in that case, I hate you. Um, <laughs> but for the rest of us, the way that you need to train calves is both a combination. A lot of you probably do this naturally just because you see the workouts, but you maybe don't know why. But the idea is to make sure you do some seated calf raises and you also do some standing calf raises. And this is simply because of the way that the knee is bent. Whenever the knee is bent more, so you have more knee flexion, you're going like in a seated calf raise. Think about how your leg is whenever you're seated right? So whenever you're, you're doing that, you're putting more of the emphasis on the soleus of the, um, of the calves, right? And whenever you're standing, whenever your leg is straight, you're going to put more tension on the gastroc. So that's like the big ball part of your calf. And you want to make sure that you do a combination of both of these to fully develop your calves. And with the, with the gastroc, so with standing calf raises, um, well, actually with both of them, it's very important uh, the main thing that I tell my clients, the most important part is to make sure you control the eccentric. So the lowering portion, pause at the bottom for one to two seconds, and then explode up. The last thing that you want with these is bouncing the weight and basically just practicing, uh, you know, you're on your Achilles tendon, just bouncing up and down. The tension actually isn't on your, your calves. And that's a really good way to get hurt and also not get bigger calves. So the cadence I like to do on the standing calf raises is typically three seconds down, one second pause, and then I explode up, right? And then same thing. Um, and I like typically lower reps on that. So maybe the eight, maybe uh, yeah, eight to eight to 10 rep range, eight to 12 rep range. And then with the seated calf raises, uh, just the way that the muscle responds, and I'm not going to get into that, uh, but they respond really well to making it burn really badly, basically. So with these, you want to use the same cadence, except actually you want to make sure you pause at the bottom, but I would do two seconds down, pause for two seconds, two seconds up, uh, and then basically continuing to do that. And so you want really constant tension with the, uh, whenever you're training the soleus, whenever you're doing a seated calf raise. So with these, I would do sets of like 15 to 25, but I would really make them burn. So of course you can't do tons of weight, but the point is not necessarily, uh, the weight. It's more so the, the, uh, the, the burning sensation that you get from training that muscle. Um, but if you never have done, if you've never paused your calf raises, then I would definitely recommend to be conservative the first time you do it or else you will wake up the next day with throbbing pain every time you walk. Right. Okay. So that is it. My top five exercises to look great in shorts this summer. Um, oh, and last thing, please subscribe, comment, like the video, uh, rate and review the podcast. It really does help. I forgot to do say this in the beginning, um, but for those of you still listening, please do that. It really helps me out. It helps get the word out of the podcast, all that fun shit, whatever they say. Smash that like button and all that bullshit. Um, okay, that's it for Minisode 137. Thank you guys, as always, for listening and for watching. See ya.
And that is that, my friends. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of the More Than Fitness podcast. And please, if you could help me out a little bit here and leave a rate and review in iTunes and also take a screenshot and post it up on your IG story. Tag me at mattmcleod 6 I'd love to share it. I'd love to connect with you. I'd love to hear your feedback about the podcast and also so that we can share the word with other people. I would love to build up this community, build up this tribe of people that we have like you and I uh, and get the word out there. Uh, Also, if you want more free content, you can check the links in the description. I have my free four-week workout plan, The Ultimate Physique Development. And also, if you want to work with me online, one-on-one for personal coaching, you can check the link in the description as well. Uh, And anything else you need, please send me an email, send me a DM. I would love to hear from you. Again, thank you so much for listening.